and welcome to episode 44 of Enterprise Tech India Unplugged. Uh, we hope you are enjoying our conversations. Uh, we always uh, like our guests to be interested in the conversation, and we hope you also find the same conversations interesting. Please give us your feedback. Subscribe to our channel. Um, I, I don't know whether we should say we should that, click that ring, <laughs> click that bell, which is which which uh, all the YouTubers seem to say. But uh, uh, obviously, if you sub, you have a podcast application, you subscribe to that and give us a star rating on it if you like our podcast. That helps us other people understand whether you like our stuff or not. And uh, as usual, we have a great panel of guests. We have uh, Kumaran, who is the CTO and uh, chief mentor for Tiny Magic. We have Venkat, who is the CTO and uh, head of technology for Aqua Connect, uh, which is a which is a shrimp startup. I, I don't want to say that, but it's a, a aquaculture startup, right? So, and, and Dishant, who is an architect at IBS Software, who has great experience uh, developing and and running architecting software. So today we have an interesting. Uh, Topic related to something which is just happened in the market based on what Microsoft released as a as a product called Cloud PC or the or Windows 365. Right. So this is not really a discussion specifically about that uh, that product per se, but to try to understand how this matters to the people uh, who are trying who Microsoft Microsoft is trying to target or uh, and, and and customers in general. How will how will they find this useful? One is that this this product is targeted at businesses, so this is not a product which is targeted at individual users as such, right? So I do not know whether that that individual user products will come in the future, but presently, what it is targeted as is as a business user. So Kumaran, what do you think is the impact for you as a as a as a smaller organization? Uh, what what would you like to see this development as? I think it's for me. It's very exciting uh, because I've been trying to skin this cat for past couple of years. Um, the scenario goes like um, most of my uh, team, right? I would say eighty percent of my team are Mac users, um, and uh, especially when the uh, and I'm a Windows user, I didn't have any problem. Till the past two years but in the past two years what has happened is uh, we started moving on to uh, microsoft 365 uh, that's one part but then there was also other things like for example if you wanted to do uh, rpa okay so ui path the client uh, was on windows on uh, it does, it's not there on mac uh, similarly for power automate Okay, or the Power BI desktop. All these are tools which is there only on the Windows desktop. So that came up with a very uh, unique situation that if I wanted my team to use these applications, I needed a Windows machine. Now I've left with two, three choices. One, buy all of them an auxiliary Windows machine. Okay. Um, what's the problem with fundamental problem? One is it's too much of capital expense. The bigger problem as a CTO, which I would see is there's no return on investment, like probably once a day in a month or two days in a month, they would use it. Okay. So then 
how will i get return and then there is things of maintaining it patching it like once in a month they will switch it on it's patching itself will run for some one hour kind of a thing that will be a problem it's too much space it it's too much of a hassle uh then the other thing which i thought of is okay why don't i have a machine provisioned on the cloud and give it to each of them but then for that uh i had to go get an azure subscription for that no this is different from a normal business subscription i had to get a azure subscription allocate a machine go there and then uh, install it and then give them an rdp and to do that the management part of it was pretty expensive okay and i had to switch on the machine switch it off somebody has to switch it on i have to tell them you know make sure you switch it on make sure you switch it off otherwise you will run too much of a cost like that in that scenario i think finally there is this spot vm which i chose for that which is basically it kind of uh, it's not that critical right it will move it out when it is not needed so that pricing kind of helped for that um so i think so when somebody wants they can spin it off but then i have to teach i have to educate them on what azure is azure subscription is how to look at the azure portal so that they can bring that vm up so it's something like go there imagine i'm actually telling a uh, process person in my thing i'm telling him this is azure portal i have to assign give them access to the azure portal then i say go to the azure portal you will find the vm here don't switch on this dev vm switch on the rpa vm switch it on after you have done it make sure that you close it so not, and, worth, uh, not worth the time investing it was it was getting too complicated and then some they might forget it then i had put an auto shutdown at 7 pm now if they are working on that they will have to cancel it it's like too messy right i couldn't quite take off then parallelly i started looking at something called parallax okay so parallax is installed on top of uh mac os mac and you can run other oss on that either you do that or you put something like a i even forgot what the sun had a virtual machine uh, virtual container. pc virtual, virtual pc virtual yeah. pc was from microsoft, microsoft i think yeah. sun sun vmware right it's a vmware no okay sun had its own thing right vmware uh, vmware got acquired by sun but there no, was no, another no, thing no. So we are trying. By the way, is part of Dell now. Dell owns VMware. Okay. So then again, installing that on a Mac machine and running a VM on top of that again, it's too complicated. So we're just trying this out. Never caught great anywhere. But when I saw this, I think this was like very good for what I would need. So basically, it is it is like it's a perfect thing for me. Now I have two options. Either for all the So what I'm thinking as of now, I will use this is I would have one machine for the tech team, one machine for the process team. Mm-hmm. It's anyway going to be shared, mm-hmm. so it will be the same machine, but they can log in with different credentials, mm-hmm. and whatever software has to be installed, I will install it only once. Mm-hmm. With different login IDs, you can still use the same thing. So if somebody else is installing it, it's fine. It's okay. It's a shared machine kind of a thing, and. Uh, probably the advantage which are you, are you expecting people to use it at the same time also no i don't okay. i don't see a need okay. for it i don't think yeah. there will be a need for it yeah. um 
very rare i don't i don't see that happening okay so basically it will be in fact i could go with one machine for my team of 10 yeah across the process and tech but then they might install different things so i don't want to uh, okay. confuse it actually otherwise one is enough mm-hmm. and when i say it will be like once or twice a month each person will know it and if they want to right they can kind of schedule it and share it i think it's a perfect case of things like for some use cases you want a machine kind of a thing to do it right mm-hmm. and probably i think the other thing which i can also see is this is one advantage like let's say somebody is traveling out okay they have a phone with them mm-hmm. right they don't have to carry their laptop mm-hmm. now this windows is a full fledged thing right? yes. so you can do your development so i could the dev team could have all the dev tools on that yes now wherever they go typically today they have some tablet either for your kids or family or yes. you have a mobile phone yeah now they don't have to carry their laptops along so that yeah. is another bonus that i would get right so yeah. when they going out is just go if there is any problem we'll say do i have to carry my laptop that question is gone out of the window yeah tablet is good enough this. tablet is good yeah. enough i think from a cost perspective it seems slightly expensive if you kind of take a traditional laptop mm-hmm. and i kind of divide it like let's say it runs for four years mm-hmm. okay and i get a very high end laptop okay so the high end laptop will be something like 120000 rupees right mm-hmm. now if i kind of split it across three four years year. it's yeah. going to be 40 or four years right it's going to be 30k each year mm-hmm. and here if it's something like it's this works to around roughly 3200 right something like close to 38k 40k per month i mean per year okay mm-hmm. which is more expensive than actually buying it But, but if i kind of yeah. look at it if i have to give 2 3 for each one okay no, it I, th- is not I think that i think what you need to also add to that is the operational cost of managing that uh, that hardware right which which disappears in this scenario so which, which we yeah, which, which we usually do not consider which we do not consider yeah. but from a um, founder perspective i will lose the appreciation cost okay the depreciation value which yeah, yeah. kind of helps so here it's going to be a clear opex so there is no so that so actually if i buy something for 120000 okay so i get depreciation value okay mm-hmm. now that's one bit which i haven't thought about but because it's not going to be for a lot of people it's not that bigger difference mm-hmm. but let's assume i had but the convenience you get out of it it is much more than than uh, in my case it becomes very easy but yeah. if it's going to be like across the board right if for all the employees i'm going to replace it with this cloud pc then i have to think hard about it yeah one of the scenarios where actually it it helps is where you have people working temporarily right so if you if suppose you hire an expert or a or a contractor to do something specific right and and you want uh, control over the production of that output of that contractor and you want, don't want to give them a laptop but you still want uh, uh, to retain the ip so instead of giving them a laptop he says okay we are just provisioning a virtual pc for you or a cloud pc for you and you do whatever you do there and just keep it there you don't really have to worry about uh, Uh, applying our policies to your laptop and managing the content the way we want it or apply firewall all those things right and i think that pandemic kind of situation right like let's say there is a person who doesn't have a laptop they have only a desktop and they say right. you know we want to work from home for two months 
right bam this problem solves it right yeah provision a cloud pc and give it to them and then say you know you can uh, use and i think one of the coolest things i liked in this is that uh, usually when there is cloud pc right it's like um, uh, you're not what is the bandwidth that's needed so yeah. uh, in this case if you have just the video bandwidth right you yeah. can be sure of that um but i think we might if you want to do heavy duty internet applications you might have to we might have to consider the gb limit consumption that's there no, actually this is this is this is the one of the uh, benefits which is suppose if you were to work remotely from from, uh, from home and uh, you're downloading a 10 gb file to your desktop if this 10 gb file were going to our data center in microsoft the, it will come in seconds right and you will see the results and still is your desktop right so you are managing it there right so that value actually you, you can get much much better if is a heavy internet dependency upload download uh, kind of an application the cloud pc can actually give you much more bandwidth because it is sitting in a data center so it gives me more bandwidth but yes. i there's a danger that i might consume that bandwidth very quickly i that is uh, yeah i do not know whether there is a limit on that i don't i do not know whether there is a specific limit on uh, internet bandwidth consumption for the cloud pc there is there is there is i have to understand the details of how much and what there is a bandwidth limit on that okay now so, i don't yeah. know what i'm not uh, clear is uh, that that came recently i think yeah. they are working okay. out the details that came out recently pretty recently i think okay. last week or something okay. but i think um, the the thing is like if you exceed it then what right do you charge you for it or they'll just stop it or throttle it yeah so that is that's something that i don't know uh, we'll have to check but yeah so these are things but i think overall i think it gives lot more options for uh, me as an enterprise it gives me lot more flexibility um it's a good thing Venkat, so Nishan. so venkat you want to now you heard quite a bit about what it can do what it can't do some limitations some do you think this this has value to to your kind of work as a startup uh yeah, so after listening to the What are some advantages of having this kind of system? So I'm just uh, thinking uh, that I can be uh, uh, utilize uh, this cloud-based desktop because we have already distributed as a Windows system, and we do not. Uh, and, and I just wanted to understand uh, along with the desktop and what are the um, the, the add-ons I'm getting it because. um uh, for for ours we are paying separately uh, some amount if, if if this desktop comes with the uh, with the uh, with the package of office also like um, i might think of uh, there might be there uh, might be packages there yeah. there might be packages where they are offering it with the with the office office also right so so uh, we do not know what you uh, are what you are seeing what uh, kumaran showed before we started recording what he showed was uh, what this is this is this is going to behave just like your laptop you just bought a new laptop it is going to behave exactly like that you need to install software you need to you get the you get the web version of it you get the web version of office web, web version of office is okay. included yeah yeah so so there some some okay. packages include okay. some things but assume yeah. that you got a laptop <laughs> okay so so I, yeah 
that's what I'm thinking. And that I can be placed for uh, the system for out of training. And uh, and I also as as has clarified, uh, if if you wanted to have a uh, set up a different PM in our cloud, and we need to do a lot of configuration and maintenance needs to be done, that those part uh, completely eliminated here. That's yes. one advantage I'm seeing this year. And uh, and uh, and taskless as it is slightly higher. Uh, Higher side, but but I don't think so. Like uh, that is uh, much problem here because um, one be one benefit I can tell you. Yeah. One benefit I can tell you, which yeah. you can do is you don't has you don't have to give physical hardware to your to to your remotely working employees. So if you suppose today you hire somebody and that person is not able to come to office or uh, you cannot physically ha hand hand them over a laptop for whatever reason, right? They already have some kind of a tablet or some kind of a Mac or a PC. You can give them a you can, you can give them a standard uh, uh, developer environment very quickly, without and they can be productive in 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 quick uh, yeah, time. One, yeah, one thing as you said, uh, we can uh, install everything in the cloud. We can give them uh, access so that it will reduce the. Uh, the onboarding time, that is the one part. But the um, thing is, uh, what if you don't have a, uh, some, uh, some people will say, though, uh, I don't have a laptop, I don't have anything. Then obviously, <laughs> then obviously uh, maybe then, so, then, then you have the option so, of giving them a cheaper, cheaper hardware, right? So you don't have to give, expend yeah. on expensive hardware. The expensive hardware can sit in the cloud. The cheap hardware can sit on, on, on premises. But I'm actually curious. Um, and also, yeah. Um, have you had somebody who don't even have access to a tablet? Uh, I, I did ask um, tablet, but uh, one of my uh, our employees, um, uh, uh, the newly recruited employees, said that. Uh, I have only uh, wife laptop. Yes, uh, she is uh, working, and I don't have anything to work. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. Send me a laptop, then only I can you know, start working. So that's what he said. And we um, it took almost you know, uh, two to three days to install and ship it, um, and remotely we have the configured everything. That took some onboarding time. So that could have been, uh, I mean, uh, but uh, that. Uh, this problem could, uh, could not be solved there because you don't have anything. Physical hardware is some, so some physical hardware. In that case, and, I think I would yeah. actually say if that is the case, right? I would actually send them a good 14 inch tablet with the keyboard. Okay. So, so in that case, um, it'll can be a simple programmer. Yeah. yeah. Can it'll, be the, simple, it, it'll be can like a simple Android tablet. Yes, yes, okay. of course, of course, you can you can use it for uh, you can install Visual Studio on it. In fact, one of the options says it says you can install Visual Studio on it um, okay. and get get full performance. It's like regular hardware. So you you, you want to give you can give a lower end uh, uh, sort of a netbook kind of a PC which can which can connect to a monitor or something like that. So you have both the things uh, and that that can have just like. 2 GB, 4 GB kind of a configuration. All you need is good so, access to the internet. So will it also support uh, uh, graphics card as well? But 
that it could does, be very it, higher. It, it, it does do graphics also. So in fact, the 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 legacy of this this uh, product is in gaming actually. So okay, so okay. this uses the same technology which uh, so there's there's a uh, product called xCloud, right? Which is you can play Xbox games in the cloud. So you, if you don't have an Xbox, but you have a lower end hardware, you can have a full fledged experience of Xbox on your tablet or a phone. Uh, so the background is that. So that it's built on that sort of uh, technology. So you can do graphics also. So it, it does okay. do decent, decent graphics. Okay. So, okay. Right. so Nishant, do you, do you think this is something which, uh, which in in your scenario in your organization you can find value in in using something like a cloud pc yeah i found it very and first of all i'm hearing this thing in this meeting so and i found it very interesting and useful especially uh, i had scenario like uh, uh, once actually i had a travel to my hometown actually i forgot to take my laptop and there was a scenario like i need to take my machine remotely i have only a tablet that time, actually, I, I was trying like to install some remote desktop, I mean, some kind of remote desktop client like application in my lab, tablet and I was trying to do, but all but failed. And this is, I think, the one of the key aspects, uh, but you guys discuss is like uh, we can easily accessible this machine from the portable and handy devices. That is an important aspect. And the second thing is like, Say if we have a startup plan or a startup idea and to just start with uh, an organization with uh, three or four employees and from from an infrastructure setting up point of view, if we have this ready-made options, that would be really adding value, especially in getting into a productive mode. Like we can give, uh, we can purchase this, uh, say five or uh, 10 uh, Windows uh, Cloud PC and they can start working from the very next moment. So and one, one query here is like, how about the uh, LAN network kind of thing? Like um, say if I have uh, five members and I purchase the five license for this Windows PC, mm -hmm. if, if one if one member has to share some files to other members machine mm -hmm. through a shared location. Yeah, so that's usually done through things like Office 365, where you have a sort of a SharePoint implementation where you can share whatever you are, you have teams where you use uh, to share, basically teams runs on the SharePoint background. So uh, you can put everything you want on, on those those platforms. That is how it is done in, in real scenarios. Okay. okay, okay. So, so that's that nowadays I, I have uh, I have rarely seen where people need to do a LAN sharing, right? So uh, most sharing happens using teams. So in his case, in, I think it will, in his case, right, for example, it will be something like you have a Java server running on prem and I would like to do a telnet into it. Yeah, yeah. That kind of a scenario. I I think Nishant for that, right, what would happen is once you provision a cloud PC, right, there would be typically there are two ways to build that cat. One is on that machine, you do a VPN and then using that VPN, you connect to your enterprise. That's one way of doing it. But if this is going to be an enterprise strategy, right, then you would actually create a LAN network in yes. Azure and provision these on top of that. 
yeah the, no. though the example i mentioned may not be the right one the scenario like one 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 member acting as a qa the other member acting as a uh, member who is deploying the things assume uh, he is deployed the application is in 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 his windows Yes. 365 uh, pc then how the other people other they will going to access that yeah anyway they uh, land record right yeah so you see usually so you see that those unique scenarios where you need physical access to to that device for the qa to work on that uh, means that needs to be thought about means i have not thought about how that would function but in usual scenarios as as kumar said you make a, a, a sort of a enterprise level connection between uh, your your cloud pcs and your uh, your physical uh, enterprise network uh, so so at the azure level you will do such things right but to i do not have the answer to your exact question whether that will actually work the way you you would actually do in if somebody was looking over your shoulder right so if qa were supposed to come and look over your shoulder and see Uh, the only workaround i can see is, is you give access to your pc to that person and that does the remotely whatever you were doing right so that would sort of solve that problem mm-hmm. right and how about uh, how about uh, the other other guy deployed an application in his machine and i want to access that yes so uh, yeah you have to give you see it's just like you hand over your laptop to somebody else so you have to give your laptop to somebody else so so unless that application is a network application which you need to open ports and things like that yeah, yeah. yeah so then that becomes a little, little more complicated but that is a sort of a client server kind of a model where you need to have a server uh sitting so in that case it is better to have a virtual machine sitting in the cloud and have manage it like yeah. a server right yeah the, the, the another one is like uh, the bandwidth utilization and uh, i think we may we need to consider the, uh, the bandwidth usage cost also when we yeah so actually the bandwidth usage cost will be much lower in case oh. of a remote desktop versus you working actually on your own laptop <coughs> right because all the data is in the cloud all the data is going between the clouds the only thing which is coming to your desktop is just the screen mm-hmm. right yeah, coming sir. yeah Yeah, that's what my question also. And what is the minimum bandwidth you need to connect to the remote desktop? So I think there's like some two Mbps or something. It is. is it is like uh, if you can watch a video. Yes. You can watch a movie on Amazon. Yes. That good bandwidth enough. is without good buffering. Enough. If you can watch a movie from wherever you are on Amazon, okay, okay. that is the enough bandwidth. I think that's a very simple way oh. of looking at it. Yeah. Without oh. buffering, if you can watch a movie, you can use this without any problem. and remember oh. remember movies have a much higher frame rate than than if you're just using the desktop a desktop will feel natural even if you have 15 frames a second right yeah okay. uh, because as long as you move the mouse you're just typing 15 frames a second is good enough for typing and doing your regular work on your desktop unless you are watching video inside that <laughs> right so then it becomes your your question was also that how do i use a camera uh, with such an application yeah. <clears throat> so that actually does happen even if you today if you have i actually did it with my ipad i have an ipad i connected it to my desktop so i i just because i i wanted to do visual studio code and there is no visual studio code option available on ipad so what i did was i set up rdp on my desktop and i use uh ipad to connect to my uh, windows machine and 
the rdp client which any for for ios gives you the option to get the microphone the the speakers and the camera oh. to to your remote uh, so it will it will create that virtual camera and, and will behave like exactly like as if you are using the pc camera ஒன்ரிய this looks like the uh, like a good option for people to try and so, there are a lot of scenarios especially in the pandemic uh, it is now made uh, possible for people to be able to use something like cloud pc but I, and and I, going forward i think this might become the future where people usually don't or don't want to own uh, uh, physical uh, desktops they may want to keep it in the cloud and once these these services become available to consumers today is targeted at businesses to, tomorrow i may want a windows machine but i may not want the desktop to be sitting inside my home i will just invest in a, uh, a tablet and have a big machine sitting in the cloud somewhere access it wherever i want so that that is looks like something which is which is going and to happen just forever. to kind of give you a thing right as we were talking okay mm. i actually subscribe to it okay okay so okay, so, so and, and 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 that last question i just wanted to ask yeah as a as a developer and i would like to work in a big screen oh okay. yes oh so, yes so, so so is it possible i can have a tab with the 17 inch monitor can i can it uh, i think so it? i think yeah, so. yeah yeah i think so it supports multiple okay. monitors also uh, or okay. you can okay. have a full big screen monitors uh, uh, itself so uh, okay so there is two i think that's an interesting question there are two possibilities there one get an external monitor that you can connect it to your secondary device right and then you put this whole thing there but i think that other part can i actually project a screen extension monitor yeah. we might need to i'm not to i don't know we yeah, have to we, take yeah. that that's I, a good I, question because, yeah i consider this that i have only tablet and monitor so i just wanted to so yeah. tablet and a, and a monitor uh that i don't know i do not that depends on the capabilities of the tablet if it can connect to uh, so a so lot of tablets come with that micro hdmi uh so so if a tablet can connect to a tv which is basically hdmi out you should be able to achieve what 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 you want right so okay. if the tablet supports project connecting an hdmi cable to a tv you can get connect as well connected to a monitor also so if the that mini hdmi or whatever port is available so that is that is usually the criteria yeah if if that could be done then it would got to Yeah. Yeah. So as far as I know, iPads don't support connecting HDMI to to uh, to TVs. But lot of TVs, by the way, you can do something else. So there is a uh, the 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 what is called the there's a wireless connection to a to a display. So 
lot of tablets actually support even phones support a connect uh, a wireless connection to a tv so if, uh, if you have an amazon fire stick or something it has a option to connect your uh, desktop so i have done that actually a number of times my windows desktop you if you uh, say uh, connect to a remote projector it will show up your it's called screen casting yeah screen casting you can cast a screen casting okay, yeah. screen casting can be okay okay so tablets that is another option if you do not have that hdmi thing probably you can do a screen cast but uh, that the the stability of that connection and all depends on your wifi and things like that uh, it works but okay. there are okay. some limitations you have to live with that sometimes the screen cast can be slower and faster whatever those things you have to manage out right yeah, uh, uh, on yeah. one thing related to this the same yeah. thing like uh, can we uh, connect an external keyboard to uh, to the tablet yeah of course of course lot of keyboard uh, uh, at typepads have their keyboards right you can get a bluetooth keyboard yeah, that, that, no, my, my yeah. point is with the samsung tablet oh yeah you can you can you, you can. can with you just yeah. have to pair it with bluetooth yeah bluetooth keyboards are oh, very bluetooth common keyboard. very very yeah, yeah. very common these days bluetooth keyboards yeah. and mouse now earlier ipad did not support mouse now they are supporting mouse also okay so you can connect a bluetooth mouse to it so uh, i think this is a good discussion it seems like uh, there is good interest uh, in 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 this this kind of a product and uh, i see that there is there is lot of potential for people to stop using uh, dedicated desktops and and when we say desktop it is usually uh, a windows desktop right so nobody considers uh, i don't think apple is going to ever make a cloud pc mac right they do, they they have no no intention of doing that they are they want the hardware to be sold kumar and you want amazon, to say something amazon is doing something equivalent but i don't know but again but they they will they will support a windows when they you will support windows yeah right right so they will support windows so that's what i meant to say they when you are looking for a desktop what you are looking for is a windows desktop nobody is looking for remote remoting to a, a, a mac os mac os as as a cloud pc maybe if apple wakes up one day and thinks about that they might do it but uh, uh today the when you think about remote desktops and working remotely it's always windows desktops so i think uh, we can conclude the discussion here so thank you for listening and thank you to venkat kumaran and nishan for this uh, lively discussion uh, to a topic which we thought will spend 20 minutes we spend nearly 45 minutes discussing it uh, so thank you and uh, please uh, give us your feedback